Jones and the Diggs, Professor Jones and the Diggs, Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Professor Jones podcast. We are two brothers. Yes, we are. And we love movies. Sir, yes, sir. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Diggs. And this week, we're finishing off Alien theme because it's been a lot. <laughs> We've been talking about a lot of different Alien movies. A lot of Aliens for about seven months. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're no good. structure. We're, we're done. <laughs> so we're going to finish it off with uh, one of the better ones, uh, Starship Troopers. And I am very much looking forward to it. It's, Welcome to the Roughnecks. This is probably one of the most... Uh, nostalgic movies for you and i you and i watched this definitely a lot when we were younger this was clandathu like, was basically our backyard growing <laughs> up <laughs> it's like i swear yeah we jumped between clandathu and planet p and we we're good uh so anyway but it's been a while we have taken a break for probably close to a month maybe three weeks just about like a that. month yeah we took yeah, a long time weeks. we took a couple weeks off and then we did one and then we took more weeks off so we apologize for our listeners that it's been so long but we both, Danny got a promotion and I started a new job. And so we've just been kind of doing a lot of hey, stuff. Hey, congrats on the new job there, professor. Hey, congrats on the new job there, Diggs, or new responsibilities in your job. Thanks. Uh, you know, steady she goes, just, you know, working my way up the ladder, working hard. I actually, it's funny though, you're teaching a class. Um, I just failed a class at SMC, Santa Monica College down here. I failed my class on oceanography. Um, I guess your grades have to be above sea level. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I really didn't want to laugh at it, but it was legitimately funny. Yeah. Um, well, no, I didn't take a class though. (laughs) I actually, I didn't, I would have known about it. So yeah. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Good times. I, I, I'm happy, uh, happy to be here. Yeah, it, it seemed like a long time off, though. It, it really did. did. It really did. And it's I not had a couple like people I come up to me about it. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I had I had a couple people come up to me and say, hey, you know, when are you you know releasing the next next episode and stuff like that? So that kind of gets my gears going. Like, oh boy, we gotta. Get back into this alien thing. <laughs> oh boy, can't wait to get back in. <laughs> it's so funny because I was so excited to do the alien stuff, but man, I got burnt out on it pretty quick here. That was I know. Uh, I mean it's not like well, pretty we, quick. It took us all freaking summer, but Well um, the thing is we have the Predator coming out too. So it's like So I guess that technically will be like our last alien movie that we do. So this is the last yeah. one for a bit, for a well, week or two. I guess when you when you start and you go, hey, we're going to do alien theme. I didn't really realize, like, you know, how many movies there really are. I guess I didn't think about that in hindsight, like how much we can cover just by going, oh, we're going to do alien theme. Oh, and we left out a ton. We could have done like, I know, alien. We didn't talk billions. about billions. All of the alien movies. We left out contact Mars attacks. I mean, there's quite a few good ones that we didn't even talk about. So maybe we'll do alien theme. Alien Alien theme two T O O I don't know Alien theme two (laughs) 
<laughs> Professor Jones and the Diggs, Alien Thief 2. The never-ending summer. So, never-ending uh, summer. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be back into it, and I'm excited to be talking about aliens for the last time. So here we go. Let's talk about yeah. some Starship Troopers, man. I let's just want to get into it because this freaking movie is great. It. Yeah, we don't need to talk about much. The um, yeah, so Starship Troopers is one of those movies. Like I said, I think it is one of the most nostalgic movies um, in my history and the Diggs' history as well. I'm assuming. Uh, I remember the first introduction I had to this was obviously I had a pretty good trailer and I was excited for it. But Dad told wow, me, you remember the trailer. I do. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It had like the da, 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 da. You kill anything that has more than two legs. You get me. We got you, sir. And then it showed oh, them like dropping off. In wow. a it was a good trailer. Um, but anyway, dad told me that he was going to take me to it. And I don't think that you went. You were too young. But it was not playing in the theater anymore because we were like a week or two late. And dad took me to Flubber instead. And it was just oh, so what a bummer. Oh, dude, it was the worst. I was like, man, this movie sucks. <laughs> I was so sad. In anticipation to see Starship Troopers and you just have to go to Flubber. Oh, yeah, man. It was, it was a big disappointment because, you know, I was Starship Troopers came out in 97. I would have been around nine years old. So it would, I mean, it was just one of those things where it would have, it would have been so awesome to see that movie in theaters. I was probably didn't too we, young for didn't it. We get, didn't we get the flubber thing too? Didn't we get like the toy the I flubber did. at home? I didn't we have no a little idea. goopy? I don't remember what flubber, I mean, what Robin Williams turns, it's a remake of a originally like a 1940s or 50s film, right? Flubber? I have no idea, to be honest. I'm not sure either, but whatever. Anyway, I was disappointed, but dad got it on vhs so we're all good we watched starship troopers a ton um i think that it is one of those movies that i didn't understand when i was little i really didn't get it i just thought it was really cool and there was a lot of really disturbing action in it and it was very fun to watch way too disturbing for a for me i was six years old seven years old probably when i first <laughs> saw you this. watched it with me too like you I were watched it with you when right i was there. like seven years old right yeah but you know there's yeah it, it was just a great movie for the time that's how things were in the 90s baby no, that's how Freedom. things were in the jones household watching in the 90s yeah well and that's i will say that paul verhoven the director of this film was very formative in my life in introducing me to gore because the first one of the scariest things that i remember ever seeing as like a young kid was the scene young in robo punk. as a young punk is the scene in robocop where whatever the mech warrior yeah. robocop thing just destroys that dude ah! <laughs> it's, it's so bad you have 10 seconds to comply Ten, uh, nine you're like oh my gosh this guy is screwed but either way uh so starship troopers fantastic i love it um casper van dien should get an oscar for a lifetime achievement award for this movie or something because lifetime <laughs> lifetime achievement lifetime. award for being in one movie is he is gets Johnny no Rico. more no more than the kid's choice that's <laughs> where i'm at and that's he it. can't even get slimed for this because it's such a hard r he already gets slimed you know what though this movie he gets gooped up in this it's funny though that like 
That's true. He does get a decent amount of slime. Th- in this there's movie. a couple slime. There's Everybody a got slimed in this movie. Yeah. They, they should have used this. In the, they should have used this in the Nickelodeon the promo. Kids Choice. This yeah. is the promo. Shows Kill that the like big, guy. He's like stupid sack of maggots. Something uh, yeah. when he's shooting Stop, that thing. Stop! It's already dead. It's like no, you know, not much, scooping it off. Your no, he goes. Not much to look whatever. at after you scrape him off your boot. Ooh. Oh, that guy's great. We're getting into it. I know, I know. We're going. But anyway, uh, I can't remember where we were going from there, but kids' choice. Kids' choice. <laughs> this was this this was this kid's choice. These two Who's kids in the mood for blimpies. <laughs> <laughs> These two kids. This was our choice of 1997. This was so. the kids' choice. <laughs> we we did our. We're doing our part too. We're we're doing our part too. What do you have anything to say as far as uh, your memory of it? I mean, I think that we both. Um, we about we it, had um what are they called the the bugs like the main the, the arachnids arachnids we had an arachnid uh, arachnid um like a little action figure thing I, I remember <laughs> it I remember it you remember that thing a little shout out where did where do you even buy those did we get that at like a Target or something I think that this did have merchandise along with it like you know an actual line of toys that came out with it because remember you had you remember the flying bug too that was in this you had one of those you had the flying bug i did have one of those so i mean they were all they had a bunch of them it was mostly just the arachnid and the flying one but they're both there so it's crazy whiskey outpost whiskey outpost (laughs) Uh, (laughs) let's just get into it man so starship trooper starts out and it plays, I know, I'm going to get into like a little bit of the logistics of the propaganda stuff. I know it just has to happen. We'll get through it, okay? So it starts out very much like a propaganda film from the 1940s would be, right? It's very much like Triumph of the Will is an old Nazi propaganda film that they used. At the Before we start, I just want to admit, does everybody have their textbooks out? Everybody, <laughs> Turn to page 35, please. <laughs> um, but Don't anyways... It plays like a, tr- a propaganda film, and that's essentially what this movie is, is mm-hmm. that it's a propaganda film. And the society that we're talking about is kind of this idea of what if the Nazis won World War II, right? And, this, and the world just existed after that. Yeah, and it's not necessarily, mm-hmm. it's not like these guys are Nazis. Like, the Federation isn't Nazis per se. But it's like that kind of thinking going it's, forward. It is an absolute fascist regime. You know, they Uh are a military based society. And so that is what has happened. And now they have spread out through the galaxy or this, our solar system. Is that where we are? Galaxy. No, I think it's our solar system, but the the galaxy, excuse me. He says that, yeah, he says, uh, no more bugs in the galaxy, something like that. That one (laughs) guy, some guy, the one guy that gives that speech in the one scene. Right. So said that. anyway, that's so that's essentially what this film is about. And it plays like a propaganda film to get people to join up and join this bug war against the arachnids. Is that what the whole society is called? The arachnids? I think that they that's I don't know, because there's there's I mean, as you can see, there's plenty of other species. I mean, there's like the flying one. There's the big beetle guys. There's like the little cockroaches. So I think that I think the arachnids and then Sky Marshall. Sky Marshal Dean or whatever says to fight That's the bug. I was we must about. understand the bug. That's right? who I was talking about, and you just know his name. And Sky Marshal Dean's 
<laughs> I think the first guy's so name is Sky Marshal Dean, and then it's somebody else replaces him. It's the lady that replaces him. Either way. Oh, I on. remember. Yeah. Resume what you were saying. Um, I think that the arachnids are just supposed to be basically like the grunts, like the jarheads of that society. That's kind of how it seems to me, at least. Like, well, every because there's a bunch of different types of bugs, right? And every bug has its role within the society. And I actually got mm-hmm. into kind of a wormhole here today, looking at this stuff. <laughs> no during, pun intended. Yeah, a bug. But seriously, on my lunch hour, I was I was going into it. Um, but so you have the brain bug at the top, right? And the brain mm-hmm. bug can use telepathy to communicate with the arachnid, which would be the next down the list. And the arachnids are basically a highly evolved killing machine, and that's essentially what they are, and that's what they're. Purposes, and then you have the flying bugs as well, which are kind of a similar, yeah, similar type thing, but they're more like scouts. And then you have the little kill the messenger, yeah, and then you have the little beetles that act kind of as just like little helpers, right? Little guys, and then and I believe that they help the brain bug move around. Right, they help the brain. Yeah, bug they pop under him. They're right. mostly just there for a good time. Right, and the there's a, guy, yeah, there's a couple others that are less important. But something that I actually looked into today, and this comes into play in like the third uh, Starship Troopers, which I didn't even see. But apparently, uh, there's a God Bug, and it has like no. this crazy name, and it's freaking like a brain bug, but it's the size of like a state. You know, it, it, no. it's like the size of I don't want to say Montana. It's like more of a staller, smaller state or something. You know, it's like the size. Delaware. It's exactly what I was going to say. It's the size of Delaware. <laughs> and it's Hi. like, I'm, in, I'm Delaware, in Delaware. But it's like connected to whatever planet their home world is. And so the Starship, like the troopers, actually, the Federation gets out to their home planet. And they go try to invade. And this god bug, like, is like sucking people into the earth because it's like all over. Oh! And it's it's kind of like it's um, exactly like the uh, Return of the Jedi. What's the uh, Sarlacc pet? Excuse me. So oh, it's, it. it's kind of yeah, like sorry, that, right? But uh-huh. anyway, and so that thing can communicate with all the brain bugs, and so the God bug is what, Whoa. yeah, turns into this whole thing. I didn't know any of this until this morning. Or yeah. so is that in because they made this new animated one that came out. You see, yeah, that? It was Ka- it has Casper Van Dien and Dina Meyer in it. As voices, did they they voiced? Yeah, were they playing the same characters? Actually, voices. Yeah, I they're watched the same scene characters or what? Yeah, they're playing this. Maybe Dina Meyer isn't. Maybe she's in a flashback. I don't know. Maybe. The first scene yeah, of that is, movie, it shows gone. them landing on some bug planet. It's an ugly planet. It's a bug planet, an animal, ho- a planet hostile to <laughs> humans. But they get out and immediately arachnids just start ripping these troopers Boom. to shreds, and you're like. <laughs> Oh no, it's so horrible. Oh, I love Starship Groupers. But anyway, so that's into that's a little dip into the tell, lore yeah. of the freaking aliens. <laughs> hey, that's uh that's really good to know. That's cool. There's like a big big brain bug because I love the brain bug. Me too. Um, you know, it, when it comes to kicking, you know, picking favorite character, favorite line, favorite scene, brain bug, brain bug, brain bug. Um, that's it. My it's list. <laughs> brain bug always- is the list. <laughs> uh, kids' choice, brain bug. But the thing is about the brain bug, as we know, your favorite. Su- okay, oh wait, you got. He it's- can suck out people's brains. Exactly, and that's a big deal. And that's a big deal. That's What's really your favorite line that the brain bug says? I'm afraid. <laughs> it's afraid. He's no, all, my favorite. I am. My favorite line that the brain bug says is. <laughs> 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 oh, the 
brain bug. He's too good. He's too good. Um, just to, since we haven't even, I think we started jumping into things. Maybe we should talk about Paul Verhoeven. Great director. Yeah. He's one of those guys that you don't really realize how much of an effect he's had on you until you look at his list of movies. Because it's just crazy. All I saw was, what, RoboCop, Hollow Man. What so, else is there? So he starts off when he did RoboCop. And RoboCop's huge. Then he did Total oh, yeah. Recall. Total uh, Recall, okay. also big. Schwarzenegger. I Basic Instinct. Uh, not a movie that's necessarily important to me, but it's got a particular scene that's very famous that people reference all the time. I've seen a poster, yeah. Yeah. Showgirls. Uh, unfortunately, I've seen it more than once <laughs> more than once it was on it was on tv all the time you know but it was like cable so it was like censored out so you're just watching showgirls but without any of the stuff that you would watch it for without anyway. any of the show right exactly it's just all well it's all show no girls i don't know i don't know how you make a good joke out of that but go on go on i know we're moving hollow man which is also a fun one. And then Bacon he has an, is sizzling in that one. And, and that's the interesting thing is because Starship Troopers completely bombed. It really did not go well because people mm-hmm. just didn't get it. Like, I think it made a decent amount of money, but people just did not understand that what it was going for. Look at this. Opening weekend, 22 mil, gross, 120. Okay, so it actually, it made its budget back, but still. People didn't understand that it was a satirical movie, right? Like a bunch of the critics in Hollywood were talking about it afterward and they were writing articles saying this weird fascist Nazi loving movie, blah, blah, blah. And Paul Verhoeven's like, that's the point. Like I was making fun of that stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm making a statement. Right. Yeah. So it's just interesting. People didn't necessarily get it. And now people love it far more than. They did when it came out, but um, not to compare it to the room, because I wouldn't say this is nearly like a bad movie like the room, but it's it has that similar thing where it's like comes out, people hate it, and then it kind of just catches on. And all of a sudden, you know, it becomes like a phenomenon. Everybody loves Starship Troopers now. Anybody that I bring it up to is like, oh, yeah, that movie's so great. Yeah, anybody uh-huh. that's seen it loves it, right? Yeah. And I don't think it's, I don't think anybody necessarily hated it. I just think that they just, nobody got it. Right. But it's funny though, because like I watched this today and when I was sitting there watching it, I was trying to watch it as if I had never seen it. And I was kind of trying to think to myself, like, what would I be thinking the first time I went in and saw this? And I don't know whether it would have been the worst movie I had ever seen or the greatest thing I had ever seen. <laughs> I think it walks a fine line between being like, you could come out of that theater being like, God, that was so weird and stupid. Or you could come out being like, that may have been the greatest thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Right. Um, you know, and I it, think that here's an important part of it too. I think that, the decision, because they go into that heavy propaganda, would you like to know more? We're taking uh-huh. you live to the invasion of Klandathu. Uh-huh. And they go in really heavy with that. And it mm-hmm. shows Johnny Reek, or it shows that it's an ugly planet. Ah, blood planet. planet. Hostile, hostile or whatever. And then that dude immediately gets killed. And then it shows that other guy get killed. Uh, yeah. I can't remember his name. But then it shows Johnny Rico gets stabbed in the leg or whatever Ah, and he goes oh ah, god ah." and then it just 
disappears and it flashes and goes however one year one year earlier yeah is it one year earlier yeah Mm -hmm. so something that i was thinking about and i've heard other people uh voice this concern is maybe they shouldn't have started out with that gory sequence at the beginning because later when you get to the invasion of clendathu it is so crazy and so it'd almost be better if you didn't have that exposure to it so early on if you didn't know that that was going to happen like that kind of yeah right yeah i think that this movie might have had people that were not into it enough that they would be like they'd given up they'd give up on the movie before that point you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they hook us with that like it's gonna get crazy okay just be patient it's gonna be kind of a lot of thing is he's a good director though and uh what's his name is a good writer ed Um, newmeyer yeah ed yeah ed newmeyer he's a great writer too i feel like even though that first little chunk isn't as exciting as the rest of the movie and all that action packed stuff. They do a really good job of like in a short amount of time, just explaining everything that you need to know and getting you where you need to be in order to go to basically check out because <laughs> once all the action starts, it's like you almost are just like, okay, I'm just in for this ride. Now there's right. really not a whole lot of plot going on. Um, they they do kind of like overexpose you to the satire and the politics of it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Getting you to understand what the Federation is about. And hopefully if you are intelligent enough to get it when you first see the movie, if you're an adult, obviously we were kids and we didn't understand any of this. But hopefully you would notice <laughs> at the beginning and be like, oh, it's like making fun of it kind of. Or it's just showing you a world in which this actually happened (laughs) you know it's like what if nazis were in space wouldn't that be crazy and it's just it's cool it's funny in that way they play indoor football (sighs) great (laughs) hey real quick i just want to mention robert a heinlein is the guy that wrote the actual book starship troopers which this is loosely based 1959 it was written in 1959 yeah. yeah yeah so anyway good stuff but um yeah, man, what a movie it's, but so moving past the <laughs> intro where it gets really graphic, really, really early, uh, then it goes and shows, does it jump straight into the scene at school where Rico's in yeah, Mr. Ratchet's no, class? He's drawing, he's drawing on the thing and Picture it's so Carmen. funny, man. I this would never, it's like, sketch you've ever seen in your life. Oh my gosh. I would never think that, I don't know. Throughout my whole life and now getting to where I am, I turn on this movie and like I know this movie shot for shot and it's almost <laughs> I know it almost depresses me too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm always depressed, but I'm still happy about it because I'm like, have I really because I haven't seen it in a little bit. And then I turn it on and I know everything that's happening. And I'm like, gosh, have I really seen this that many times? that it is just imprinted in my mind man it's like no man dad watches this movie all the time dad loves we this watched movie. this so much we must have watched this so many times because yeah. yeah it was uh, a go-to but, for us but but yeah it's them in school and yeah moving forward rico's with denise richards which you basically got you got melrose space didn't you, did you see that behind yeah, the scenes? Yeah, I did. Thing, they kept know? calling it, or they kept calling it Melrose Space because it was all these attractive people in this movie about space. So very funny, very good. Melrose Place, Melrose Place. Right, but yeah, I mean, 
kind of just introduce you to the characters there, I guess. Right. And it's a really interesting class because it's like a civics class. And so uh-huh. this is where you get exposed to the Federation and all these beliefs. So I'm just going to, I'm going to say a quote real quick, just because we have to talk about it for a second. And he says, all right, let's sum up this Mr. Ratchek. He says, all right, let's sum up this year. We explored the failure of democracy, how our social scientists brought our world to the brink of chaos. We talked about the veterans, how they took control and established the stability that had lasted for generations since, you know, these facts, but have I taught you anything of value this year? So the social scientists brought our world to the brink of chaos with democracy and democracy just failed. And so they put in place, this fascist government because violence is really the only answer and then dina meyer diz that character says well my mother says that violence never solved anything and then he says i wonder what the found or what does he say the the leaders of hiroshima would have thought and then well they wouldn't have said anything hiroshima Hiroshima was destroyed it's great or whatever it's great i dude denise richards something about i can't i just can't I don't know. There's something about her and Rico and Casper. I watch both of them and I'm just like, oh man. That's what's what so funny gonna, about it is they're not so very funny. good. They're it's, really it's like, not good. If you look at this movie, the entire cast, besides NPH, um, entire cast is like not that great. The acting's not great. And for some reason, it's such a good movie. I know. <laughs> and you're, and well, you're it's like, it's the directing, man. It's crazy. He just does it such is. a good job of like getting you to buy into this. And real quick, I know I don't want to harp on this like political stuff or the you know the it's okay. government it's okay. stuff. I know. It's I okay. just I have to talk about it because it's so interesting. Go on. Go this on. idea that because he talks about the difference between civilians and citizens, and so within the Federation, you have to serve a minimum of two years in the armed forces in the military of some sort, and then. You have the right to vote. You become a citizen, but it is only citizens and only people that have served in the military that can vote on what happens within their society. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And that's, that's like crazy. that's what the point of the movie is, right? Is so he gets done with that civic class and he's like, I want to go join the Federation. I want to join the military because I want to become a citizen. And his parents are like, Johnny, is citizenship really that important to you? And it probably isn't. You know? Everything's no. this is this another thing to talk about with the federation is that it's a fascist society but it's also basically a utopian society as long as you fall yeah, in Zagama line beach baby i mean it's not necessarily utopian and but it's pretty good right as yeah, long as you living fall great. in line and you do what you're supposed to you'll be fine and for some people that's hell you know that uh-huh. <laughs> it's not good at all but i mean it works for what they're trying to do. It works. And it's just so funny because it's so screwed up, but they present it in such a way that it almost hooks you into going, it's not a bad idea though, right? It's yeah. not a bad idea. So uh, it's just it's easy, easy to hop on board. It's true. I, like I'm teaching government right now and I almost would borderline show this scene in my class to illustrate a point because it's so well done. It's so well executed. Uh, you know what scene you should, sh- the, what you should show? What? Brain bug. Brain bug, baby. <laughs> Someday, <laughs> guy like me is going to come kill you. <laughs> last day, last day, be like, hey kids. Don't, you know, do anything dumb this summer or else the brain bug will come get you. <laughs> <laughs> so much of nightmares. Um, 
But so anyway, that's pretty that much what, so Dr. what Mr. Ratchek is trying to describe. And it's a super interesting scene. But then they go to the next scene with, I don't know what lady is she, she might be blind or something like that. But the other teacher in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. When they're, oh, and they, they did dissecting the alien right, thing. Right. And Cause Carmen throws about, up. Yeah. She throws up and stuff and they, uh, they're dissecting that or whatever. And you get a little background info from that teacher saying they've been able to colonize multiple planets by hurling their spore. <laughs> oh yes. gosh. It's so good. But so we do learn that the arachnids are somewhat intelligent, right? They've been able to colonize other planets. And I think she says that they have millions of years of evolution on our side. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, there is. And okay, we're going to get into this later. Remind me to let's make sure we bring up just what the intentions of the bug are later when we get into the actual combat, because I do want to talk about. I'll bug you about it. Yeah. Um, But. Just the the greater point of the movie. I do want to discuss the conflict. Um, but good, good scene. It's all very nice. Another thing that they do is just the idea of dehumanizing the enemy. And they're dissecting the enemy. They're talking about the arachnids as mindless. They're just bugs. Machines. Right, yeah, they're just you bugs. Know, and there's that scene stupid. where it's like, I'm doing my part. And it shows all the kids like stomping on the bugs, stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's very <laughs> The guy's very laughing next to him. Handing out bullets. <laughs> I know, I just giving kids bullets. I love when they're like wrestling with a gun. It's just such oh, an gosh. over-militarized society. It's beautiful. I mean, not, you know what I mean. It's beautiful how hilarious <laughs> Jeez, it is. Dude, Jeez, okay. dude. Uh, but... So moving on, then we get to 35%. Rico gets made fun of by uh, uh, Doogie NPH puts yeah. it on the, and then we get to the, the best scene of the movie, probably. Football game. A little yeah, bit I of action. I think that's about it, right? Well, they go to, they go to NPH's house, and he does they the do. card. They, yeah. they do the, the mind of, reading thing. Neil Patrick Harris hadn't done much before this, so big role for what him. What had he done? Did and he I do Buddy, what was it? Uh, Doogie Hauser. He had Doogie done Hauser. that show when that's he was it. younger. I don't know if he's done much before this, and I don't know if I really want to spend the time looking it up, honestly. Uh, but I love MPH. Yeah, he's great. Casper Van Dien and Denise Richards, both relatively unknown at this point. They haven't done too much. The only person that Dina Meyer... I don't know if she'd done much. I like Dina Meyer, though. She does a great job. She's very good in this movie. She's probably one of the better actresses or actors in this whole movie right no she is i agree besides besides hank from uh breaking bad you know what it is though is that um michael ironside the mr ratchek he was in total recall he's the bad guy Ah. in total recall and he's fantastic and he also plays jester in top gun so he's had a couple of roles he's a he's a good actor he kind of holds this thing together he's big and i love that they bring him back like i'm so glad that all all of a sudden you know the roughnecks and it's mr ratchet it's great it's freaking awesome but the future football love it looks good it's so corny it's so unbelievable. He's doing the the front. See, this is why I'm saying. Obviously, this came out in '97, so it's like whatever. But if I had just gone and watched this for the first time, and this guy's doing like back flips and front flips, and then the guy going to the sidelines talking to Carmen, he's like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> that, that whole thing is so funny to me, man. Rico's sitting there like. Hey, stop talking to my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. He's like. <laughs> 
And no, and she just acts like hey, so number innocent. Number twelve, get out, get back out of here. <laughs> <And> the <announcer's laughs> like, sorry, I was sorry, talking to some babe dude. on the sideline. Babe, dude. I and hate that Diz guy. Diz is dude. the quarterback too, which is funny. It's like, gosh, it's a, uh, it's hilarious that whole is, game. Hey, man, it is quite progressive though, right? You got Diz playing is. football with the dudes. Oh yeah, she's leading yeah, the team. No, yeah, mixed. Yeah, I do like definitely. that. And hey, who's to say that maybe they've come up with. Uh, athletics in the future and they're able to push the human body to greater lengths than we can now you know can train a different way so people are still doing looks like stuff. football to me well and also <laughs> but this this is something that people argue right now is that football would be safer if we had less pads because you would be less inclined to hit so hard so maybe that's true maybe this future football is a safer way to go but it's still weird that the clock ran out He's in there. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. I always hated that though. It's like you just as soon as if you throw it before the clock's out, you're good, right? It's not like basketball. But I mean, whatever. So No, they still they still won, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. But it, it acted like the clock was like, he better get in, he better get across the line before the clock runs out. That's it. Oh, you, you I get you. I mean? Yeah. I get you. Yeah. So future ball's fun though. It's cool. Yeah, I guess. And then, uh, and then you got the then. We're, then we're dancing, lost baby. I already see. All is lost. All is I have not been to paradise. That song. That song pops into my head. Like I don't know. Probably once a month, randomly. <laughs> I have not been to paradise. It's so good. Watch the days go by. <laughs> All this lot. It's so catchy, man. It's so catchy. Uh, oh, I love it. I love it. But I mean, this is all just whatever. It's like they go to the dance. Rico yeah. wants to get with his girlfriend. Yeah, and Carmen. But she's she is over the top flirting with this guy. No, she is. And it's actually from such a bummer observed, because from the very beginning, you're like, she is not that into Rico. No. She, she is very. Like he is very much the but high school really relationship that she's too. ready she's, to move on from. You know what I mean? But she's still being like, you know, you have nothing to be jealous about and stuff. But but then you're like, well, you know, I'm on Rico's side on this. I'm like, well, you were just talking to that guy for a long time. You well, know, it's kind of it's kind of that situation. I am though, jealous. She's dating Rico, and she's gonna go to the Federation and never see him again is what she assumes right she's gonna be gone for two years well rico doesn't know that but he does like he has to know that that's what she thinks because that's what they say you know what i mean so i don't know in her defense she should have seen this coming (laughs) but she is being she is being very flirty and a little bit capricious out there so i don't know whatever i don't know it's just you know i feel bad for the guy i really do and then the other guy is just like big weird dude oh dude this uh what is this guy actor's name he's the worst uh he's got a dumb name too patrick baldoon (laughs) (laughs) no offense to anybody what's it patrick baldoon patrick muldoon yeah muldoon sounds like a snowboarder kind of yeah i could see him i just never liked that guy he's just well, I mean, his brain sucked out. So well, his character, his character <laughs> is the person that you're supposed to not like because not like. he's, yeah. you know, the opposite of Rico. What's he's, up, Carmen? 
Yeah. That's yeah, kind of, you know. I can anticipate your moves. Keanu Reeves would have been better. Yeah. They, obviously, they couldn't get him, 97. But, um, couldn't do yeah. it. Hey, we missed the part where Rico uh, talks to his parents, and he's going to get he's going to go join the Federation and they get very mad at him. They get very mad. You walk out that door. You are cut off. Young man. You're cut off. And they say they did the thing where they're going to go. They, he gets to go to Zegama beach and the dad goes Zegama Zegama beach. And here's the deal. That dad, that actor is the poor man's Dennis Hopper. Hey, all right. (laughs) He totally is. I can see that. And that actress is the poor woman's Sally Field. Oh, wow. How no spot on space. is that? Yeah. How spot on is that? Man, I love Sally Fields. What? It's Sally Field. <laughs> it's not Sally Fields. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. Oh, man, I, I said something. I was um, talking multiple roles. A student today movies. said something about independence, and I said, what happened to Miss Independence? And... And the kids kind of like looked at me and I was like, it's a song by Kelly Clarkston. And I could tell there was a, yeah, I said Kelly Clarkston. And I could tell there was a couple of my students who were like, just like thinking it over and like, didn't know if it was a joke or anything. And I like kind of smiled, but just barely. And then I just moved on. And I just love the idea that there was probably one kid that just thought about that for way longer than he needed to. Like, did he actually mean Kelly Clarkston or <laughs> there was multiple wow. jokes going on at once. It was funny. But uh, so then they go join up. Right. They go join up with the Federation yep. and he gets mobile infantry and he runs into the guy that his legs have been chopped off and best decision of my life made me the man I am today. You're like, Ooh, <laughs> really? Oh, damn it. Yeah. It looks like, it <laughs> looks like I'm going to become a good man. Yeah. Well, that's great, sir. <laughs> but, uh, you know. the, um, the other guy, uh, Neil Patrick Harris gets games in theory. And so he goes like military games in theory. I love that. Scene. I love that. Next time I see you, I'll probably be saluting you. I don't know. You're going to lose another, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah. That, court, that guy is actually, he has been in quite a few things because he utilizes the fact that he only has the one arm. And so he's chosen for roles all the time. Oh, I didn't know that he actually didn't have an arm. No, yeah. That guy really doesn't have, doesn't have his legs and he doesn't have his arm. So. Well, now I kind of feel like a, well. I didn't know that. No, but I mean, it's supposed to be played like that. It's supposed to be kind yeah. of funny of Rico being like, oh, gosh. Yeah. That sucks. You know what I mean? So, either way. But well, move- let's move on. Chop, yeah. chop. <laughs> let's move on. All right. Um, they then go to, or Rico goes to boot camp. And the boot camp sequence is quite fantastic. Yeah, there is so much to love about this entire scene. I don't know if we need to spend a whole ton of time talking about every single thing. We've kind of been going pretty in depth into every moment of this film, film so far, but uh, you have. Yeah, <laughs> I have. You've been trying to rush through. <laughs> I think I don't care about this movie far more than you do. Far as much. Far, yeah, far as much. Near as much might be. The I don't care about. <laughs> yeah, this movie near as much as you do. Okay, so uh, the guy gets his arm broken. I think that that's kind of the first 
brutal scene in the movie, right? When yeah, he wrestles. You meet you meet drill instructor Zim, who's great, great actor. He plays the bad guy in Highlander. Uh, McLeod. Better What's to it? burn out than to fade away. Kurgan, right? Kurgan. Kurgan. Yeah. Kurgan. Yeah. It's good. It seems as if your blade has improved my cut, Kurgan. <laughs> hey, you know what? I didn't bring this up to you, especially not on the podcast. Mike and I, a good friend of the podcast, Mike Corson, aka uh, hashtag Mikey likes it. We went to the Museum of Pop Culture in Seattle, and we went to a sci-fi exhibit, and they had all of this stuff. I can't wait. I'm going this weekend. You, dude, go to that exhibit. And we're going. It's still going. Mike said it's still going. We're oh going to go. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. But we saw I'm the Highlander. Go. We saw the Highlander, and they have the bug from Starship Troopers. Oh, wow. It's great. It's great. And they have a thing of Clendathu. I mean, it's the best. Anyway, if you're in the Seattle area, go to that museum of pop culture. It's freaking Kurgan. Kurgan. Any other scenes in the boot camp that you'd like to uh, mention? I just don't know why Zed or Zim. Is it Zid? Zed? It is Zed. No, it's Zim. Okay. Yeah, Zim. Um, I, I don't understand why he has to break the guy's arm. I mean, that guy just gets the short end of the stick the entire way through. Gets his arm broken, <laughs> and then he gets his head blown off. He just is played like the idiot, too. Sir! I guess huh? maybe I do, sir! <laughs> I guess maybe... Uh. You know. It's like, oh, you know something bad's gonna happen to him. Just the way it look on his face when he's, he's he just, says that. He's just not doing as well as everybody else. He's no. not up to par and uh you know if that's what happens and i guess this starship troopers boot camp then you get zapped by a laser in your face or no actually bullets the thing is though the trajectory it's a big word um of her her shooting like her bullets when she turns her gun and shoots it would hit him in the face anyway oh i know it's not like the helmet would have saved him like, you know, that he was my big through thing. the eye. So it's like, I don't know. Rico was chastised, uh, chastised unfairly. Or maybe ten it's lashes. He, I, yeah, I don't know. Administrative punishment. Ten lashes. Ten lashes. They take that loves, so serious. He loves it's like, it come too. on. Ten lashes. Well, actually, I mean, that's a that's a fun moment in the movie, too, though. Is that. Yeah. Everybody's the out there and he's well, hanging the guy that's it. delivering the lashes is an African-American. So in this hey. society. In a world where we've seen white superiority for so long, this place is a total fascist, crazy place, but women and men are serving in the military, and blacks, whites, people of all different nationalities, or excuse me, all races and ethnicities are totally the same, all equality, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's the same thing. And I love that this is like a global culture, like Buenos Aires. It's where they're all from, but they're still speaking English or whatever. Just seems like we all settled on English. That that would be fortunate for us, but they just settled on a global culture. So it's good. It's fun. How do you think? What, what do you think we would actually settle on? English or Mandarin? Mandarin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Good. Some sort of mix. Maybe a navel. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Maybe a navel, <laughs> mandarin orange, like a mandarin. Oh, like a navel orange. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was so good. Oh, you did like it. You you Maybe did a tangerine. Uh, um, 
No, like Mandarin Chinese is what I was going for. Yeah, um, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know that you know, but I'm explaining it for everybody else just in case they went down your loophole rather than mine. Well, it's good to be back. <laughs> Great talking. All you've been doing is making fun of me. I know. I don't have the degrees. I don't have the... I don't have the, the degrees. I don't have the degrees. <laughs> I don't have the verbiage that you do, but uh, I'm trying my best, you know. I'm, uh, I'm good, you know. I'm here to make people happy. He is. He is. <laughs> He's making day. y'all happy. We know I'm he just is. just trying to make you guys laugh. Okay, but going back to, so the guy gets the broken arm, and then Jake Busey, who we haven't even talked about yet, he's the best, um, he gets his arm, sir, I don't stand in a nuke fight, why you need a knife, all you have to do is push a button, and then Zim. Enemy cannot push a button if he cannot use his hand, or whatever. If you disable his hand, yeah, hits him right in the arm, and he's just sitting there Well, you're not going to do that to an arachnid, though. Hey, man, at the end of the movie... Denise Richards slices off that that uh, noodle. The brain bug tube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The brain bug the brain noodle bug. tube. <laughs> yeah. So knife came into play there. But what I'm saying is that in this, because they show later that Rico's in that back to tank or whatever it's supposed to be. I they, think I was that, gonna mention that. Very good yeah. homage to Star totally, Wars in that. Totally. And they have the same type of stuff in that big dude's arm, right? He's got like, the blue, the blue Kool-Aid. Yeah, he's got like a arm cast. thing. Yeah, he's got like yeah. a cast of Kool-Aid on his arm. So I think we're supposed to believe that like the Kool-Aid is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Feel your bones. But I think that like we're supposed to believe that the medical advancements that have made been made in this society are pretty strong. So you can break yeah, a guy's it, it arm matter and he'll it, be yeah. back in commission within a couple of days. Doesn't matter if I throw a knife at this guy's hand. Yeah. He'll be fine. He can and, play you know, violin in a week. In a place like boot camp, when, you know, when you're getting trained for the military, like extreme pain is probably a good experience to have, you know, as much as it would suck. Yeah, man. I've heard a lot about, you know, just our culture and our, you know, Navy SEALs and training. It's very intense. Oh, very, yeah, man. Very intense. Hell week is just as it sounds. Hell week. Yeah. but so anyways the boot camp scene's great um but yes rico does get that guy killed and not really though he just doesn't not get him really killed. he's yeah. just trying to help he's just trying to help trying to yeah. be a good leader because he's, he he's making the call he's like okay uh let me fix your helmet really quick but boom you know brains everywhere and oh it happens so fast though and that's like that's a pretty big one where i think that those are the big moments in the movie where especially the the knife to the hand and then the guy getting shot in the head, where it's kind of that really uh, visceral, gory, Verhoeven feel that like he fake just prop kind of gory, but like real. If that well, makes it's, sense, it's like, like a lot of it's it's still practical effects. You yeah. know, you can tell that they like literally made a guy a guy's head was blown off. Yeah. And put it there. And it, it's same with the brain bug scene at the end, not to skip forward. But like when you see that guy's face, you know, they made a guy's face that's just like, oh, so it's just it looks so real. And like right, when right. it's CGI, it looks probably <laughs> even more. Um, well, I think that that. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I guess, you know, it looks it looks right when it's CGI and it's it looks even better. But at the same time, I guess when you see it's CGI, like you can still tell that it's CGI. So, you know, it's fake. Right. And then for I don't know, for some reason with that practical effect, it just 
kind of has this, yeah, there's like a skirmish a- or a squeamish, um, like aspect to it. That's just like, Ooh, kind of makes yeah. you just grossed out. Right. You know? Because it looks real because it is. And that's, and I think that that's the timing of this movie is crucial too, because 1997, this is that period in time, like right before Phantom Menace, that type of stuff where, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, CGI is going to become a big thing. And he was able to utilize some of that technology, but he didn't have the best feel of it or, you know, the technology wasn't quite there. So they did still use a lot of practical effects and it works out really well because the stuff that CGI looks great. And then the practical effects enhance it. You know what I mean? This is what George Lucas should have done. Exactly. This is because this is such a good looking movie. This movie is so far ahead of its time. It's outrageous. No, I agree. It's outrageous. I agree. 1997, like this movie looks better than so many movies that came out in 2008, 2004, 2003. You know, it's, it's crazy. There's a lot of movies that were made that you're just like, what happened? Like what kind of, you know. No, I agree, man. There's and there's a lot of movies. I think that that's Paul Verhoeven is one of those directors too, very much like James Cameron or something, where he did kind of push the envelope with special effects because you can see that in um, in RoboCop and Total Recall. There's a lot of those moments in there where it's just like, man, it's a good looking movie for the time. So yeah, this this movie's great. But Rico decides to bail out, and <laughs> you have that moment where he's like, I think it's time that I come home. His parents are like, well, come on home. It's just like the perfect scenario. And then they just, boy, doesn't look very good out. Oh, it's getting dark out. Gosh. <laughs> Looks like rain. coming in. <laughs> it's very apparent that they just immediately died. Yeah. What a bummer. But then you Buenos Aires has been wiped off. It's funny how it's just like singles out just the one area as well on the map. It's like Buenos Aires, exactly where Rico is from. Wiped Done. out. Dead. One million dead. Or actually, mo- it's more. It's like it says a hundred. I think it says. No, it says eight million, I think. Is it eight or 12? It's something like that. It's tw- it says 12 million and it has the clock ticking. You know what it's I mean? It's like that is such an insanely high number of people. Like we don't you know, can't even. Well, I don't know, though, because like, you know, somewhere like if you hit New York, that'd be somewhere around eight million people. It's true. Yeah. Immediately. And so, I guess the world is probably just even more populated than it is now. So Yeah. So one would imagine that Buenos Aires, if it's one of the highly populated areas, has probably got a large population that would be killed. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. But then everybody and I so okay, this asteroid hits and they immediately have it up on the ticker, up on the TV. It's like the news is just broadcasting this and this is all, you know, government regulated news so this is just yeah and that guy says we're going to war before he's even seen it yeah it's like who said that was it yeah they're all trigger happy you know it's all like oh let's do it are we fighting i guess i mean that must be and they're all like this asteroid hit us it's because of the bugs you know asteroid hit us yeah i mean okay these things happen so here's my question now that we've hit this big moment in the movie did the bugs send that asteroid? I don't know. I don't know. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know either. I don't know if that's what the movie is supposed to be saying. If if they did, then it's like, well, we kind of had a right to, I guess, go to war 
for some reason. But if they didn't, then we're just basically invading. Either way, we're just invading like a virus. We're the aggressor. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's what the point of the movie is, is that they're trying to paint this scenario like the bugs are the bad guys and that they need to be killed and they need to be destroyed because the society is so based within the military and they have to have some sort of foe because they're one world right now. We're a bunch of humans. We need somebody to fight. What? Ramen as well. Like ramen noodles. Foe and ramen. (laughs) Yeah, is that so broth or you so we're one <laughs> we're one big noodle here but they need somebody to fight and so they're trying to pin it on these bugs that are living somewhere across the galaxy and one would suppose that we found these guys and we started trying to colonize planets that they were already on <laughs> and we decided that we just needed to kill them and so either yeah. way i think that the bugs were either didn't do it they didn't send that meteor or that asteroid or whatever or they were just retaliating because we struck first anyway right yeah right yeah i don't know yeah, definitely. i just i'm always curious i just i don't know do the can the bugs send a meteor that didn't i don't think so i don't know how they would do it i don't know how they would do it i, I just don't, don't see a it big catapult something <laughs> i don't know are they gonna just In space catapult? are they just hurling all their spore space at bug it cat- and just freaking catapult just hammering the side of an asteroid oh, to the get SPC, it, like the trajectory. SPC? <laughs> right. a space bug catapult. <laughs> oh, we know all about that. No, yeah, that's know. a. It's interesting. That was in the God Bug. That was on the right under the God Bug there on the right. page you were reading. Yeah, it must have um, been. Yeah. So I should have looked that more of that up, but it didn't seem like anybody. It seems like there's a lot of questioning. People speculate, but they don't know. So. Well, yeah, I don't know how they would uh, they would send a asteroid. I mean. And so I think I think it literally is just like a mishap, and Earth is just looking for an excuse to go. I mean, have beat the have hell out of these things has Earth like destroyed? Well, I guess they haven't destroyed any of these bugs, like planets or anything like that. Probably can't. So I think that I think that they've only known about the bugs for a very small amount of time, maybe you know a couple decades, and as people have started spreading out throughout the galaxy and going and exploring places like there's that instance on planet P where there was that group of Mormons that went and tried to colonize that world by themselves. Right. They wanted Mm -hmm. to just go live on there. And it turns out that that place already had bugs on it. And so the bugs, the arachnids came and killed them all. And so I think that that is one of many instances where people were encroaching on the planets that have already been colonized by the bugs. And I guess the fact that these blo- that these bugs have the I- that they understand that there are more planets and there is this solar system and then outside of that a galaxy that they're in. I don't know exactly what the layout of their space is, but the fact that the fact that they know that means that they are highly intelligent. So maybe they mm-hmm. did send that asteroid if they know that, you know what I mean? I don't know how they yeah. do it, but all right. Thank you for letting me voice all those concerns. Cause I just had to say it. <laughs> snooze fest so far. <laughs> Total snooze. <laughs> Such a boring podcast. I, yeah, I have hit the snooze button several times. <laughs> Go back to school, Jeez. save it for your class. Um, but so, but then anyway, so then the Federation was doing this and that. Let's just get to Rico. Let's just get to freaking whatever the movie is, dude. 
I don't care. Gosh. Just shut up. <laughs> my dad was going to send me to Harvard. See, oh, my dad. See, the thing is, that guy, my dad was going to send me to Harvard, but, you know, it cost too much. That guy was the guy that got into Harvard, and he's like the first guy that runs out and gets immediately murdered. Right. Doesn't seem too smart. Right. <laughs> you know? Okay, so I, I, I know that yeah. funny. Real bright move, buddy. Yeah. Uh, so that's the thing. Is so they go to war, right? And they're getting ready to invade Clendathu, and they're all excited to get these tattoos. Yeah. And I'm born as Aries, and I say, kill them all. One of the great on. lines of the movie, right? And so when they get in there, you're so excited for this freaking drop into Clendathu because it's like, oh, what's going to happen? This is going to be crazy. And when they hit the ground, it is the scariest scene. I can't even, I don't know what movie to compare it to because what happens over that entire Clendathu scene is absolutely horrifying. It's just disturbing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have yeah. all these characters. You know, it's like because in the shower scene, that dude sitting there interviewing people, asking them what they're for, and that uh-huh. one girl's like, "I want to have get babies, to know people, yeah. all that stuff." It's easier to have, have children if you have a license, all that stuff. And yeah. then you watch all of these people just get picked off in the yeah. most horrifying yeah. ways. It's yeah. I don't know. That scene's crazy, dude. It's great though. I mean, that's good directing because they set up, you know, set up that little scene at least so you can get to know all these people and you kind of like them, and then you just. Cut them all down, good old fashioned bloodbath, and I love and it. Never I love how much Danny loves bloodbath. I love so. that. So yeah, yeah it, I it mean, was well, a, no, let's not skip over it's this. My, <laughs> it's my favorite scene. No, it's my favorite scene. Me if too. I can say that. Yeah, the yeah, invasion it's my of favorite scene. Is my absolute. It's just because of that. The you know, it's almost like the that that cinematic shot of all the ships opening up and all the soldiers running out onto the field and stuff. Feels and very much the, like the invasion of like Normandy in World it War does. II, right? It's it a lot like that yeah. Feel. It has a hey, that's a good comparison actually. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. That's kind of a like the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan. Kind of has the same feel. No, totally. Um, yeah. But then, so they go through like a little hill area. They run into an arachnid, and somebody dies or something like that. But then they run over this one hill, and it shows all the arachnids coming like all of a sudden you just see kind of in the distance this well, huge they army nuke, of them crowding we did skip the big tank bugs we yeah didn't so talk they about nuke, those. They yeah, nuke yeah. those ones and blow them up and then there's all the other arachnids that are pissed that was my friend so then they start running in and they're like oh we gotta get the humans but the way that i look at it is the humans are just they're just a virus that's all they are. They're just, they just land on the planet and there's just so many of these little ants now. Like you have these big bugs and like these bigger beings and you just have all these little, little termites coming to infest the, the woodwork of this planet right. and kill all the bugs. You know, it's, it's interesting watching it, is, it now. No, man, because you do watch it and you do see the humans as the bad guy. Yeah. You literally watch yeah. it and go, just leave them alone. Just leave them alone. They're not <laughs> just, doing anything. Right. I don't think they, they had the, the space bug catapult. What does it say? Like over 100,000 dead in one hour? Had you just not yeah. gone there, they'd still be alive. Still be alive. If you just left it alone. But so what's your favorite? What's your probably favorite death in that, in that whole scene? Oh, all of them. Every single yeah. one. Danny loves yeah, a good Every bug single one. No, um, I think 
Cause, <laughs> I don't know. I think that honestly, the the guy that's the the camera guy or like the the reporter guy, that guy when he gets chomped on. And then he like stays getting chomped on for a long time. And then it finally like splits him in half. It's like a T-Rex almost reminiscent of like, you know, that kind of thing. Right. I think that one's, that one's pretty uh, crazy. That one's pretty rough. And especially because it's like, you know, they did that in like Vietnam. There were like battlefield reporters that were just like there in the action, but they weren't actually doing anything. The camera you know? guy is really An idiot, really dumb. He gets he, really close to the Iraq and he's like, Oh, what's going on here? Oh, it's like you think that thing's going to distinguish that you're like a journalist or something no it's it sees you as an ant yeah it's a freaking bug it's gonna kill you it's an alien dude get away from it no because yeah that that part is just crazy that guy is an idiot i would say that the you know there's the guy from harvard that he gets his leg cut off and then he gets uh-huh. thrown into oh, all the others up. and then gets yeah. ripped up. I mean, that's pretty rough. Um, and that one, that one's probably the worst to me, but I do also think that the girl, the girl that said she wants to have babies, you know, and when she falls when, into the pit thing and the, or the, the, the land, you know, the, the earth gives away, she falls into that thing and they all start coming out of the hole and then she gets dragged almost and like you know a horror what? movie like ah! well and the thing is is that you have to understand that after you've seen the movie till the end that she didn't die like they actually dragged her alive and they probably went to go take her to i don't know the brain bug i don't know if the brain bug was on clendathu though so where'd they take her maybe i don't know maybe Wait, they did just, they... maybe they did just kill her maybe i missed that do they are they harvesting people Maybe. No, but they're, <laughs> but they're, you know, the brain bug takes the information out of their head. So I'm not sure. So what are they going to ship her to planet P? Maybe she just died. I don't know. Give her to a beetle, a tank beetle, shoot her in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she lives. <laughs> uh, yeah, she just had know. the worst couple of days of her life only to be ended by getting a noodle stuck in your head and hey maybe she oh gosh david that's what it did you want me to... didn't make that sound <laughs> i don't know yeah it didn't make a uh, yeah but then rico, um, rico's supposedly dead and they come up and say hey you're dead i like that scene i just thought that was cute when he's in the back to tank oh yeah okay killed in action they think it's funny yeah. He's got a, that's a big, see, the thing is these arachnids, their little talons or whatever things are so sharp that they just barely poke you. He just poked his leg and it's a big gash. That's it a big, is giant. He has huge. an absolutely massive hole in his leg. Had to have hit an artery. Those Had things are have. really sharp. Though, he would have bled they out just quick. Right through yeah, you. Quick, easy. Hey, how's it going? Shoop. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Right through the neck. See ya. You're dead. Hey, how's it going? Oh, conversation? Boom. Got you. Dead. Oops. Oh, you thought you missed me? Right through your chest. Dead. Dead. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Head cut clean off. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm flying towards you. Oh, you don't see me coming? Ripped your head off. (laughs) There's two guys that that happens to with the freaking flying I love how they're, they're basically just going for the heads. They're just popping heads off. No, oh, and that's when like, you know that they, they are just killing you. It's not like they're eating you. Or no, they don't like, care. This is an actual yeah. war. You know what I mean? We'll suck the brains out of those heads later. We don't right. care. Yeah, just kill them. Just get them. So they <laughs> then get re... 
<laughs> they get put into the Roughnecks with Mr. Ratchek. Welcome to the Roughnecks. Ratchek's Roughnecks. So good. Love that part. Great. So, and it's good to see Michael Ironside again. Always great to see him. You're introduced, uh, introduced to a couple new characters. We got uh, Sugar Watkins and the other, the other girl. I don't see her name on here, but those two. And then you got a whole new thing. Yeah. You got a some whole new, new bunch of, yeah. yeah. A couple new people. Very fun. I like the idea of the Roughnecks, how they were, are probably like the elite something. I don't know. Whatever. Apparently, he's just a good lieutenant, right? He does yeah. a good job of leading his troopers. So they get reassigned. And they're going back to plant. They're going to planet P. Back to tank. Planet they're going P. back to tank. Planet P. So they go to planet P and they bomb the heck out of it. And then they're am I mops up? <laughs> Michael Ironside always. <laughs> He's so Gosh. good. He's so good. He's he just makes this movie into something better than it was before. That's when we get the slime. The kids' choice slime is when we get the. They're on planet P invading and they kill the arachnid and they do the nuke as well. You get the orange slime, the Nickelodeon slime, which is a That's red slime. That's the good slime. So yeah. the other guy, or is it the orange slime when he's shooting the arachnid? No, he gets the green. It's he green. Gets the bright Coming out green. of the arachnid. Yeah. And then that's when that girl gets her arm melted off, which oh, is horrifying. Yeah, the acid. Right. And then Rico jumps up on top of that thing, jumps off the cliff on top of the beetle. And the then Legolas. He, he shoots it in the back, throws a grenade, and you see Ironside, Radchek, with the eyes doing the, like, Jack Nicholson from Anger Management where he just, his eyes wide open and he's yeah. nodding. Hey. He does that look. <laughs> yeah. And he's so happy that Rico's doing it. And it works. And then he blows it up. And it's the whole, it's the huge heroic moment in the movie. And it's incredibly ridiculous. Ridiculous. I don't believe it, but <laughs> not for a minute. I don't I don't believe do I... that Casper I don't believe that Casper Van Dien has done any of this. <laughs> no, 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 I know. Not I a know. chance. Totally. Totally. But I but the but it's weird because I do though. Because I have to. <laughs> you know, you know this is what's happening in the movie, but also a funny point, and I think this plays into like the propaganda film a lot, is that like over a hundred thousand dead in one hour. They just went through the most horrific thing ever. And then the next scene, they're laughing about him being killed in action and they're like joking around, like, I hear the new lieutenant's a real nutbuster. And it's just like, man, aren't you guys a little bit bummed out? You just And everybody was, just died. That's like the most horrific event in human history. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, but that, that's hey, join and up, friends. This we got tattoos. That's yep. it's a propaganda film. You can always yep. just write it off as that. So, Who cares? We're going. Yeah, we're still we're going. going. But I like all that stuff on Planet P. That's awesome. And so they and win, then we and got, then they have the party. Then here's a beer. Yeah, here's the entertainment. It's and great. what does he say? Something. He's like, I demand the best, and so I give the best. I give the here's best. Here's the beer. And everybody goes. There's entertainment. And There's I a do violin love that in moment. there. It's like, why is it? Oh, I know. I love Jake Busey always popping up with the violin. He's great. Yeah. We have, we haven't given him his fair due of. No, he's gotten. Yeah, everybody knows as much. He's great. He's great. He's great in this movie. I mean, he's not. His dad's great. Yeah, Gary Busey is great, but Jake Busey's good in this. He is good. But that scene is very good, and I like how Ratchek says, you know. 
Here's you a asked, beer. You once oh. asked. <laughs> 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 says no, it again. he says. He says no. Are you talking about the never pass up a good thing? Yeah. I think it's lame. To be honest. Oh, you do. I do. <laughs> it's. Uh. Why? It, it's just so corny to me. The whole thing was so corny. He's like, do I have to pull rank? And says that to her. And she's like, oh. Oh, I do and hate then, that. I hate where Enrico's like head is at te- in that scene. Then it's like the teacher comes up immediately after that. And he's like, hey, man. That's a good girl you got out there. Never pass up a good thing. And then he's like, oh, okay. It just like seems like a Mr. Feeney moment or something. <laughs> you know? Well, okay. So here's here's what I take from it. Is that... I would imagine that it's a scenario where Ratchek looks at him and watches this guy take himself too seriously in this moment and pass up this girl, right? Where he's thinking, Rico, we're in the middle of a bug war. Who knows how much longer we'll be alive? We could die tomorrow. I understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know, but happening. like, don't you think that, like, as an authority figure in that situation, if you were in charge of these men, you'd be like, Dude, I completely agree. Go get the girl. It's just, it just seems corny to me. It's just, just the way yeah. it happens is corny. The way it happens is just like, oh, I don't want you, girl. And then, hey, right. buddy, go get that girl. And, okay. It's all on Rico, though. You're criticizing Rico, not Ironside. I'm just criticizing the entire scene. Okay, the whole scene, (laughs) no good. So the next day, they go. (laughs) Yeah, skipping forward. Okay, boy. Uh, And then there's a cute little scene after that. It's fun. A cute little scene? You'd call that cute? Yeah. It's cute, He's like, be out there in 10. He's like, make it 20. Oh, make it 20. I like that. That's all. That's yeah. That's cute. That's cute. Oh, you don't think that's lame? (laughs) (laughs) I uh, yeah, yeah. Watched this when I was seven years old. (laughs) That's all I'll say. We all know how we felt. So yeah, but then the next. Okay, so we get the flying bug in the next scene, and it picks up that guy. Baby, you describe it. You describe the scene. Uh. I don't know if I remember what's happening here. The flying what bug. Scene are we at? The flying bug. How it you know, go get oh, to picks higher up the ground. Guy. Yeah, get to higher ground, and then there's the guy up there like looking at something, and then a bug comes and like picks him up with his claws, and freaking does he drop him or does he keep him? Keeps no, him. He like, takes him up to a nest, and oh, it looks like it. he's he about gets, to like gets, yeah. eat him. And then yeah. Ironside picks up his like snags oh, and a sniper him. rifle and yep. goes bang. I'd expect anybody in this outfit to do the same for me You're yeah like, dang and the other guys are like well i'm not wearing his same outfit when am i gonna get <laughs> don't be so <laughs> literal <laughs> anybody in this outfit to do the same thing <laughs> you're like well where'd you get those shoes <laughs> you're like what is this wyoming in the 1870s <laughs> yeah well this isn't the magnificent seven or whatever <laughs> um but okay, desperado <laughs> but you know what I actually thought of in this scene? It always reminds me of that scene in Last of the Mohicans where Danny Day uh Yeah 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 pops when he's burning Duncan when he's burning alive. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. I actually watched Last of the Mohicans like a week ago. The movie's incredible. Too bad he wasn't like the mother of dragons or something. And could just what do you mean? sit through Daniel the- Day Lewis? Oh Duncan. No, Duncan, yeah. Too yeah. bad he couldn't just like stand in the fire and 
be okay. Yeah, no, he definitely did not. He <laughs> burned <laughs> in the Huron fire. Yeah, he did what most other, I think everybody's done <laughs> when they're in fire, he besides one the, fictional character. He burned in the Huron <laughs> fire to uh, to pay for gray hair's crimes. There you have it. I got my first gray hairs this year. Go Magua. Oh, did you? Me too. They're horrible. It's just it so sad whenever you find a gray hair. But sucks. Anyway, dude. moving on. Then they get to Whiskey Outpost and suck their brains out. We're all going to die. That guy. <laughs> that guy. He's, yeah. Do you remember him? I don't know if you've seen Total Recall very many times. Only a couple times. A okay, long time so ago, too. I don't, I don't Do you remember it. the character in Total Recall that has the baby on his chest? Where he Maybe. opens up his coat and there's an actual baby that's like, what you need to do. Oh, is, yes, I do. And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they've been alluding to this figure the entire movie. I can't remember what the figure's name is. But yeah, it's that guy. It's that general in this movie that has general. the baby on his chest <laughs> in, um, in Total Recall. And I, it's just so funny because I just watched Total Recall like a couple months ago. And I was like, oh, nice. yeah, that's that Good. dude. So funny stuff. But that guy's great. I love when he dies and they kind of laugh at him because it's like a almost humorous death. Oh, you know what? I almost that's I'll just say my favorite line is when they find the dude with the hole in his head and then Ironside puts his two mechanical fingers because he has the one arm, right? He's got two mechanical fingers, digs it in there, gets a little brain goo on his fingers, looks at it and goes, they sucked his brains out. (laughs) That's your favorite line. Does it get any better? <laughs> it doesn't get any better than somebody doing that. Did you think that you would hear that they line his in brains this movie? Out. No, I mean, going into it, no. Oh. You're like, I don't know what this is about. From and some then it bugs. happens, and you welcome it. You're like, great. They suck. Wow, his they're brains sucking out. people's brains out. I wonder what's sucking the people's brains out. That's what I'm yeah, thinking. Exactly. Like, the, I wonder if they're going to show that. The plot thickens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brain time. Um. Right. I'll do my favorite line because I think we already passed it. Mine's just the the classic. These are the rules. Everybody fights. Nobody quits. You don't do your job. I'll kill you myself. Welcome that's, to the Roughnecks. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's, might be the. It might be the best line, you know, it's objectively the for best sure. Line. I say welcome to the Roughnecks all the time. I do say that all the time. But the question is, who do you pay uh, your respects to? Whose roughnecks are they, Dave? Ratchecks. It's Ratchecks. Yeah. No, it's never Rico's. It's not Rico's roughnecks. It, Rico's so undeserved. He is. Like, he and the kids wouldn't... in Rico's roughnecks look like they couldn't handle anything. Yeah. No. <laughs> the no. little like thirteen-year-old kids that are at the front line of his little roughnecks. Well, that's what I don't get. So it's like they get off planet P, and then obviously it's like he assumes command of the mission, but he just is actually going to get promoted to lieutenant. I just don't I think that this. I don't think that this field it's very promotion fast would stand. moving. That I mean, those are some ridiculous field promotions. Like, yeah, in World War II, and you know, earlier on than that, guys were getting promoted to like sergeant, corporal, stuff like that. Yeah, lieutenant's a big ask. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe though. Yeah. I mean, I'm there. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. Somebody in the military could fill me in on that. But I, I know that also- now field like. Um, uh, field promotions don't happen anymore. No, like no. that does not happen. But well, it's because back then, you know, it's like people are, you know, unfortunately, people are dying 
right right yeah and, and so it's like in, war, in this scenario it makes sense but i just think that leap the lieutenant is a bit that's definitely. a bit of a jump especially but i love how they get they get like 13 year old actors i know so they look to, really young so now rico looks old but you're like no i was just watching this like 40 minutes ago and <laughs> he <laughs> looks exactly him. the same <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's only he's a year older yeah like a year and a half at most so see that's the question it's like yeah what's the time frame like that you're led well, to they believe say is one year earlier be? for clendathu and then how much time really passes by from then you know what i mean so funny they just act like nph is like 35 now i know it's so <laughs> ridiculous that's okay so that's the thing is that uh, we kind of did skip over there's that big moment the big where, battle oh and diz's death we oh, got yeah, a right. point on that yeah, diz dies so <gasps> diz Diz is, and we didn't talk about Diz too much. I think that Dina Meyer is the standout of this movie. Definitely. I think that she probably gives yeah. the best performance in the whole film other than Ironside. Um, Ironside doesn't even give the best performance. It's just I love that guy. I think he came here because of a girl. <laughs> Was it you? She shrugs. <laughs> so Maybe. great. But I love it because she is just devoted to this guy. And it's like, she what, is. Do you, what do you see in him? <laughs> why, she loves him. Why do you like him so much? But, I mean, whatever. She likes Rico and she follows him in and she's kind of a really cool chick. She wants, she wants Rico's modern life. You know what I mean? She wants Rico's the good modern stuff. life. She wants Rico Suave. Nice. Totally remember um, the Re- Rocco's Modern Life theme Rocco's song. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how he said it. Good work. Um, but yeah, that I like that moment though in that scene where Ratchek like goes up top and he turns his shoulder and you just see a freaking yeah of a rack stampede. Doesn't anybody have a nuke though? Pop one off. They have to have a few. It's like they shot him at those beetles when they weren't that far away. Open fire like three nukes at that. And right. It would take care a of a lot of it. I mean, they uh-huh. still might all die, but I don't know. Maybe they're out. I mean, there is only a handful of them, like 15 of them or something like that. So maybe yeah, there's not too many out. of those guys left. Yeah. So, yeah, who knows? But yeah, that scene's pretty crazy. A lot of cool stuff. Dude jumps off a bridge and gets the two pincers right through his uh, torso. Yeah, he and he's almost like, makes it. And yeah. He just like. Sits there. That sucks. Ratchet gets his arms, or excuse me, his legs uh, ripped off by something underground. Sarlacc which, pit. Yeah, it Sarlacc ends up being pit. a huge beetle thing. Didn't seem like it in that scene, but yeah. Yeah, that, see, that seemed like a Tremors type situation. Yeah, it seemed like something else entirely, but, and he goes, Bring out! Good job. Yeah. That was good. Bring <laughs> No, 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 and then he goes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Sorry, I can't understand you. I can't understand what, what? you're saying, sir. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> but then, so he shoots him and assumes control of the mission. Uh, oh, and I love how they call the radio and they're like, "That's crit," or like you know the uh, the outpost. That's crazy. You're gonna need a crazy pilot. Out. Turns out, uh, Carmen. Carmen. Good stuff. Valcone. Yeah, Carmine Valcone. Who knew? <laughs> Tom Wilkinson. <laughs> oh man. If Tom Wilkinson had shown up Ooh, in this I'd movie at all, I would have loved that. If he was just the sky marshal in that first scene that gets fired or assumes command, you know, that would be 
Fantastic. Oh, did you know that uh, Edward Neumeyer was the the criminal that gets sentenced to death? Uh, who's Edward Newmeyer? Ed, Ed Newmeyer is the the writer, the screenplay writer. Oh, that's cool. He's that guy that's like sentence or uh, sentence execution live at nine, and he's just like, oh, <laughs> he's like, dang, and I'm sentenced. gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's sentenced to death on live TV. Yeah. Sucks. Um, but yeah, and so then they get Diz. done. Diz dies, which is crazy. She has a great <gasps> moment. <gasps> yeah. Oh, she dies in such a horribly. It's brutal. A horrible way. Yeah. But I love it. So uh, I love though when she's like in the helicopter and she's dying. I almost wish, and it reminded me is uh our friend of the podcast, Jack Ebensteiner. Give me a shiner, Jack Ebensteiner. Um Captain he was Jack. talking Captain Jack. He was talking the other day um about a scene from the gray. When Liam Neeson, this guy's dying on a plane or like the plane crashes or whatever. And this guy's dying. And instead of telling this guy that he's going to be all right, like every other movie, he just tells this guy, he's like, yeah, no, the guy's like, am I going to be all right? Am I going to be okay? And Liam Neeson's like, no, you're going to die. And this is going to suck. And he like talks him through this whole thing. And right. it's he like, like, he goes really calm and he goes, listen to me, listen to me. You're going to die. Do you have people you love? And he talks about his daughter and he's like, let her take you out. Let her take you out. Think of her. And it's like, it's a really beautiful scene. Actually. I always like that. It is great because it's very, you know, if somebody told you straight up, you're going to die right now. You would have to accept it, accept it and think of the most beautiful thing you can think of who you love the most in the world. Like it's, it's a kind of a beautiful thing. I love that. It really is. But go on. It, it, well, it made me think of that. I'm like, I'm almost like, I wish Rico would have been, would have done that to her. You know, been a little bit more real because it was just it was the stereotypical like, no, you're going to be all right, Diz. You're going to make it. Yeah. At the same time, though, she does have I think in in her scenario, it is a good moment for her, at least because she went out like, you know, she got to hook up with Rico the night before. And it's like they're kind of just like together in that moment. Ish. Yeah. Together ish. You know, it's like there's no promise of any future, but. At least they liked each other at that point. And, you know, she says, like, it's OK because I got to have you. And she's like with Rico. And then but she does have the Jenny to let me go. Jenny, Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> yeah, and, then, it's bad. and it's a pretty bad death scene. It's really that's that's the a spag- tough one to the watch. Dirty, you know, the dirty spaghetti face of the baby right. at the table. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bad, man. It's really scary. It is. Yeah. It's really horrifying. It's bad. It's like, ooh. And she's got a little green on there, too. It's not she's, just yeah, blood. She's still got a little know, bit some, of green. She's got some kid's choice on the side of her face when she's there going to. There's something there. Having yeah. some, some Hesto <laughs> or something. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a horrible death. But I do like, um, I think that the little ceremony that they have is cool, shooting her off into space. I always like when they, you know, because they do that in the Navy. They throw, throw them out, yeah. in, out to yeah. sea, but throw them out in space. I like that. I mean, that's, that's a heck of a way to go. You know, I'd be down with that. Shoot my body into space to float around yeah. forever. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, do you think that, yeah, it must be a pretty cool like casket though. Do you think the casket holds up? In space? Or would it just like, yeah. Or would it just like freeze, 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 freeze. And then just like break or something. I would assume that it would just, all of it would instantly freeze, but it's not going to go anywhere unless something makes contact with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what I would assume. Or it uses the force. Right. Or it uses the force and sucks itself back in. 
Um, right. But at the, I, I like this. Just another line that I thought was really good. I like when Rico says at Diz's funeral, someone asked me once if I knew if I knew the difference between a civilian and a citizen. I know now. A citizen has the courage to make the safety of the human race their personal responsibility. Dizzy was my friend. She was a soldier. But most important, she was a citizen of the Federation. Good line. It's so funny because it's We just made love last night. Propaganda like, film. It's like yeah. it could be so like could be such a sentimental moment, but but Too most much detail, Rico. She was a citizen of the Federation. Yeah, it's like, there you have it. Yeah, go Federation. Silly. And she was my girlfriend. <laughs> and she was not my girlfriend. If anybody <laughs> wanted to know. <laughs> and I am still single. If anybody <laughs> And it looks like who's recently single? <laughs> <laughs> He's like dodged a bullet on that one. Huh? Uh, she didn't know. Hey. We've got a stage four clinger. Her acne took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy. boy, that's bad. Okay, that's bad news. So yeah, but I mean, then the next scene, right? So it's the finale of the film, and it's, and I think that this, that right there, after Diz's death, this movie never quite regains how good it was. You know what I mean? No, no. It's yeah. been building really strong. Clendathy was definitely the peak. It is, it, and then it, 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 it takes a dip. It takes a dip after Clendathu, but then Diz's death kind of pushes it up yeah. again. It's like it peaks and it goes down a little bit, but not too far. And then uh-huh. it maintains for a while and Diz dies and it gets not quite up there, but it's close. Yeah. But then it just kind of goes into the end and it's fine. You know, I, I like the it Neil Patrick Harris thing where it's like, you know, you're disappointed. Well, too bad. It's a game of numbers, boys and girls. They have more or whatever. And it's like, oh boy, he's really serious now. Oh, and okay. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, oh. 19 years old and he's just freaking a colonel. It's See, like, that's okay. what I'm saying. He seems like he's like 35, you know. And he's, he's got like been through he's got like the SS uniform on too. That that's when they get, you know, they that's, really yeah. they're really throwing the Nazi stuff at you in that scene, which is great. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a little unbelievable, but it's fine. Um yeah, Carmen and uh, douche face Maguni. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I don't even they know. go down on the planet. Adam Mahoney is that yeah. what's his name? No, Patrick. Patrick Muldoon. Sure, Boney. Um, yeah, Muldoon. He sounds like a snowboarder. He should just move up to a mountain, grow out the hair, throw on a beanie. What's up, Carmen? Hey, what's well, up? You want to hit the lift? In his profile picture here on IMDb, get some powder. He's got like. Long hair and stuff. I don't know. Let's hit some runs, dude. <laughs> Yo, Carmen, what are you doing later after the lift? <laughs> Funny guy, that Pat. Yo, that run was so stupid, dude. I loved it, dude. <laughs> it's like, what are you saying? Yo, man, we went up to we went up to this black diamond, but there are so many moguls on it, man. It just freaking wore my thighs out. I don't even know what to do now. We're just gonna head back to the lodge. I think we're done for the day. <laughs> I think we're done, dude. My quads can't take anymore. Ha ha ha. <laughs> so funny. Had that exact same conversation many times before without the voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we hit a black diamond and we hit, we hit a lot Way of moguls. Way too many moguls. So uh, my quads are burning. I think I'm going to go in for the day. <laughs> we're going to head in for the night, actually. <laughs> Maybe catch an early movie and 
watch Johnny yeah, Tsunami yeah. and Color Day. But yeah. anyway, end of the movie, we're you. I think we're both wearing off on the, on this one no, because I've been checking out from the beginning. What else is there to talk I'm about though? It's like they crash and supposedly Neil Patrick Harris sends Rico a little message through telepathy that that's where Carmen is. And that's you where told she, me, didn't you? It was you. And he goes, "Well, that's classified." But okay. I do like the uh, futility of the situation that Patrick and uh, Carmen are in. It's like yeah. they're just gotten taken over, and they're gonna get and then getting sucked uh, out. My favorite scene. Has, oh, okay. This is your well, favorite I already, scene. I, Clendathru. I already said Clendathru was, but oh, I take right. it back because right. my favorite scene and favorite character are coming up. You can keep going, but I think you know who it is. Oh yeah, no, okay, yeah, I forgot. Sorry, and so. They hold them and they are ready for something to be approaching. (laughs) And this elusive (laughs) character that you've been waiting for the entire movie finally makes his grand entrance. Brain bug. Brain bug, baby. Brain bug. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite character. I love that brain bug. I actually had another favorite character picked out. (laughs) It was just a random one, but I'm just going full veto on this. Favorite character, brain bug. (laughs) Uh, it's good man it's good the brain bug is maybe the best part of the movie it's one of the most you're some sort of big smart bug aren't you it's the it's honestly possibly the only real emotion you see in this entire movie (laughs) besides like cheering and like yeah we're doing it or oh wow this is scary like the brain bug shows i don't know more emotion in just one single weird moving eye at a certain point than like anybody else. When it says he's afraid, he's got, multiple and it looks eyes. At, he's got a few. He's got so many. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know, he, when he says he's afraid, you look at the brain bug and you're like, oh. Well, that's guy. the thing. This brain bug could freaking be like Gandhi. You know, it's like, we don't know what's going on in this yeah, freaking bug society. Like, he's the guy that just has suddenly had to handle this mantle of responsibility of some group of aliens coming to your world. He doesn't care about a snowboarder and his girlfriend. You know what I mean? Right. And I, like I said, I think that the bugs are the innocent party here. I think they that are. the humans are the absolute aggressors and that if you were watching this movie realistically, you'd be rooting for the bugs. And I felt sad. Brain bug. When the bug gets taken. It is sad. And he gets his, the arachnids, little, I don't. his little noodle cut off. The arachnids, I don't care when they die. The brain bug. They're the grunts. I feel so bad for him. He's just getting mm-hmm. tortured. He gets. He has the worst. They studied that thing for like a year. Yeah, I read up on it. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Yeah, they they they, they, ha- they held him and they did all sorts of experiments on that brain bug for about an entire year, and then they executed him. Oh man. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. B.B. Brain bug. R.I.P. B.B. Brain bug. <laughs> yeah. What if somebody had a big poster of a brain bug in their room? It'd be cool. <laughs> It'd be, I don't know. That thing is so disgusting looking. I couldn't. <laughs> I would not yeah. like that thing looking. Waking up to like a big butt in your face. Oh, he's <laughs> so eyes. gross. He's it's so gross. gross. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. But why are we, why are we saying that he's a he? Maybe he's a she. Maybe. Who knows? Hey, brain bug. Could be anything. 
could be anything. But um, yeah, I mean, that's a good scene, though. It's a good scene. Someday, yeah. some someone like me is going to come kill you and your whole effing race. Great line. Only F word in the movie. Interesting. You know what I mean? You can only use one sometimes. Wait, it's R, though. It's a, no, it's, it's, it's a hard R. So you can use, they could have swore as much as, as they want. wanted. Yeah. But they just didn't. And I think it's good. I think that they did kind of just... The only reason it's rated R is for nudity and gore. No language. Or at least not that much. So. Well, yeah. It, d- it depends on the... Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I would imagine people at a boot camp and stuff uh, are cussing and, you know... Oh yeah, totally. Or, you, you there know, probably so should have been more, but I was gonna make a point like, well, you never know. It's the type of people, you know, blah blah blah. But I'm like, well, actually, I don't know. But the thing is, is that propaganda film, propaganda, brain bug. Keep it appropriate for the kids. Mm-hmm. So, yep, he gets his brain sucked out. And it's a really horrible scene to watch. Milkshake and then, <laughs> sucked yeah. it right out. Rico is doing his thing, and then he goes and finds him. And my uh, okay, I will say my original favorite character it was sugar Watkins. i knew you were gonna say that for some reason which is such a funny choice yeah. he's a good he's a good choice though i mean because he does it's have that, that redemption at the end that yeah. little like you go you know i'll kill these guys with the nuke and he's like what are you trying to be he says like are you trying to be a hero private or something like that and he goes just try to kill some bugs sir yeah and you're like, oh, this guy's the best. That guy's great. And then he just yeah. sits there and holds that nuke until yeah, he explodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. great. And I do like when Rico comes in with the nuke and goes like, you know what this is? And yeah. like makes the motion of a bomb exploding. It's good. It's a real good scene. It's cool. So, it is a good scene. It, it yeah. does. It, uh, it does end well. And then the best. I just happened to be drinking a milkshake at the time. So I was like, I got a little sick. You know. What? <laughs> as soon as the brain bug started sucking the brain out of the guy, and I was I was drinking a milkshake. It was like uh, seven out of a straw. I was like, oh. <laughs> you know not. what? I don't want this anymore. I'm okay, actually. So. <laughs> um, that is so stupid. But I sorry. do like how they they got the drill instructor sorry. Zim to be the guy yeah. that catches the brain. Zim! How did he Zim catch killed it? the bug! Zim got Zim the brain! Zim killed the bug, man! Zim cut the bug, or whatever. It's like, how did he catch that thing? What was he just standing up on a cliff and threw a net over it? And it's like, <laughs> congratulations. We got the thing. We yeah. forced it out of the we cave. We were the ones that, like, forced we it out of the it. cave and, like, took away all its freaking Zim guard. Zim didn't do anything. Yeah. You know? We did He's a, a private. lot of the work. Yeah. He didn't do anything. Yeah. But Rico did it's it It's cool. It's cool, and then he sees Rico, and it's like, yeah. But one of the best scenes in the movie is when Neil Patrick Harris walks up and puts his hand on it, and that guy goes, what's it thinking, Colonel? Breathes in, breathes in, looks up. It's afraid. It's afraid! Yeah. And they all go nuts. It's a good scene. It's good. Poor brain bug. Good score too. Pretty good score. Like who does uh, who does Basil the Basil Polidorus? I think his name is. Oh, well, there that's, you have that. That's completely shooting from the hip. Though. Sounds like a craft cocktail. <laughs> it does kind of. You should name. <laughs> can you name a cocktail at your work? You should name it. The Basil Polidorus. Yep, Basil Polidorus. Glad I got cool. that right. Polidorus. So hints, uh, very floral hints of basil, um, a little bit of lemon, fresh squeezed lemon in it. <laughs> <laughs> the basil Polidorus. Um, um, 
Squints. Anyway. Palidores in the Sandlot. Hey, squints. There you you go. know they're making a, a documentary about that? About Sandlot with like all of them older and stuff. Really? Yeah. They should do that with the Alley Cats. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> the, the, every time I go bowling, 7-Eleven split or whatever. And then every single time. Alley Cats comes to mind when the kid at the end goes, well, I have the equation. <laughs> and he spin the ball and he comes in like literally with like a piece of paper and they spin the ball perfectly. You know all this. I don't. I, I walked in blind. I, I made the reference to a movie that I. You didn't. don't remember Alley Cats? No. Do you remember Brink? Pup and Suds? Yeah, I remember Brink, kind of. Motocross? Motocross. Luckily Irish? 13th year? Smart, Smart house. house. Oh, I got you to that one too. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The Even Stevens movie. <laughs> oh god. Hocus Pocus. It had a theatrical release. <laughs> yeah. That was it's a little bigger than Disney Channel original, David. <laughs> Hocus Pocus. It had a theatrical release. Xenon. Oh, Xenon Girl, the 21st century. I remember that. What's the song? What's the song at the end? Zoom, 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 make my heart go, go, go boom, 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 supernova yeah. girl. You're like, oh, that guy's they cool. They should into this. She would have fit well. That's the thing. When I was thinking about earlier, was she I part was of the like, Federation? <laughs> hey, probably. Yeah, obviously. Um, I was thinking there could have been, if they wanted to work with some other studio, there could have been a Men in Black tie-in. Like they could have figured out, a, I feel like, a way to just have some sort of Men in Black tie-in. Yeah, it could have. Easy. Very they should have had an arachnid in Men in Black. They could still with that new one coming out. The yeah. Chris Hemsworth and uh, Tessa Thompson. I just, I'm not, I don't know. Anyway. But then it ends and it shows all the characters be like John Rico. Come on, you apes. You want to live forever? Good. And I run by and I'm like, well, I don't know. I'd like to, uh, quite a while. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'd like to live long i do love i love all that and then it shows like the outside of the ships or something and it goes they'll keep fighting and they'll win and they'll win and it ends on the propaganda that it started off with it's great it's a freaking crazy it's movie it's, it's hilarious great. it's fun it's a satire way, way ahead of its time it is um, i think that and it sucks because this movie kind of destroyed paul verhoeven's career like he had a lot riding on this showgirls wasn't very good. And so then he You'd made no. this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know from experience that showgirls is bad and it yeah. also wasn't well received by anybody. Uh, so he had two flops in a row and he needed something good to try to make up for that but he just nobody would really bank on him too much and so he made hollow man which was it's one of those movies that i think that there's i can't remember who said it i think it might have been paul verhoeven himself that said he made a movie that anybody could have made because all of his movies are pretty they're pretty unique and there's something that he himself had to do, right? Like nobody else could have made RoboCop the way he made it. Nobody else could yeah. make this movie the way he made it. Hollow Man, anybody could have made that. You know what I mean? And I think that that's a point that he that he makes himself. But 
Either way, I mean, it sucks because I would Good love to see more. Of, I would love to see more Verhoeven because he is fantastic, man. Yeah, all of you know, Total Recall, RoboCop, and this are just. They're so good. They're yeah, so good. yeah. They definitely all have their own feel to them as well. You can tell it's it's made by him. It's true. Um, yeah, you can really see a Paul Verhoeven movie when when it's on. You know, it's like, oh yeah, there's there's a this body. This movie's great, with man. Blood and it, flying and it, out of it. And it another thing about his movies, they know what they are. You know, Starship Troopers knows exactly what it is the entire way through. Right. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it has a thesis it just statement is like what it, it is. Right, you know, yeah. and it stays true to that. And there's not any gimmicky things trying to impress this or you know or do this for a studio or whatever. Like he just made his own vision, his own film. Well, and they also, you know, it's like they have these very gory, violent, visceral scenes, right? And it's like that's what draws people in. We can all expect to see that when we go to a Verhoeven movie, but then if you peel back the layer, there's always some sort of big theme, like this ideology or some like Mm -hmm. something philosophically to think about behind it, you know? And, and I think that that's, what's so great about all of his movies is that if you peel back a layer, it really, you, you can think about the movie in a much more in depth way. So he's a great director, man. He's, he's really good. Exactly. Have you ever tried to eat a banana without peeling it first? You know what I mean? It's not good. But when yeah. you peel that banana and you eat the banana, it's really good. So, but it also looks good too. Banana looks good. It's like the the peel looks good, but it's better on the inside. I don't know what I, I can't no, I, partake I in your joke. No, I mean my <laughs> it wasn't a joke. I mean my point was well made, and you <laughs> you had to <laughs> you had to monkey around and ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> okay um good well, movie Starship great, Troopers. Yeah, great movie great movie we both love it it's one of our favorites hey um, you know what day do you know what day it is no today is august 28th you know that do you know what day that is tuesday <laughs> today is jack black's birthday oh august 28th gosh no yeah. way today is jack black's birthday i saw that earlier oh, happy birthday jack black happy birthday jack we love you buddy we love you oh man that's fantastic it's great news huh well what another do you think year. another year another year older can't wait till the house with the clock in its walls can't um, wait what would you rather watch School of Rock, no School, doubt. Yeah, me too. I'd rather watch School of Rock than Starship Troopers. I would. I would. <laughs> I um, I think so. I think, yeah, I think that this movie was really fun for me to watch this time because I hadn't seen it in, in at bit. least four yeah. years. You yeah. know, it had been a while. Probably the last time I watched it. It doesn't like, have the same rewatchability as School of Rock would. No, it doesn't. And that's, and that's you know... Why we asked this question is because School of Rock might be the most rewatchable movie in existence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. So it's great, a really yeah. good movie, yeah. really, really good movie. School of Rock is. What do you think Jack Black could have done in this movie? I think that he might have served well in um, the guy from Breaking Bad's role. Hank, yeah, yeah. that that would have been good. I could see him as the reporter as well. Administrative a punishment. A bug planet. Ten lashes. Yeah, ten lashes. <laughs> yeah, I uh, also, I, I just every secondary role he would be good in. 
Yeah. It's an ugly planet, <laughs> a bug planet. Rippy doo doo. It's taken up. Or as the guy that's gonna get executed, he like they like deliver the punishment. Oh, yeah. and he goes, deliver the verdict, and he goes, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does all he would have to do is give that face, and you're like, hey, I think that was Jack Black. So that's quick. a good role for him. That would yeah. be good. I don't think uh, you couldn't touch many of the main Mains. characters, but he'd have been. He'd have been good in a lot. So Yeah. Happy birthday, Jack. Happy birthday, Jack. This one's for you. This one's for you. Well, uh, it's really good to be back, Dave. It's very happy that we uh we got this one done and I excited. Agree. To- <laughs> yeah. Uh very excited going forward. Um, I know we have some cool stuff in the works as far as plans goes. Uh maybe sometime we could do a a digs picks month. Maybe, I don't know. Random movie every week I throw at you or something like that, or you throw at Why me. Why would That'd we do that? Be, I don't know. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> just been, I've been throwing that what, one just, out for months. Just we do a maybe. month where one of us just nominates a movie every week, and the yeah. other has to watch it. Yeah. Could be kind of fun. It's not a bad Sometimes. idea, actually. I kind of like that. Um, but we have some stuff. Uh, we have some good stuff coming up. I know we have possibly Lord of the Rings looming, Orlando blooming into our future. Um, we might be doing some trilogies. We got, uh, the predator coming out soon. So you can count on us doing a review on that as well as the house with clocks in its, what is it? House with a clock in its walls. House with We're, clocks in its wall. Yeah. We probably won't end up covering it. <laughs> we I'm might. Hey, hey, we'll probably get to it. <laughs> 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 maybe we'll get to it. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, We're happy to be back. Happy that you're listening. Uh, Check us out on iTunes, Spotify. Please share it to your friends. Um, That helps us big time, as well as leaving a review on iTunes, leaving us anything, saying, you know, hey, keep up the good work, or hey, Dave, you're not funny at all. Your brother's way funnier than you are. Something like that. Something exactly like that. so yeah, reviews are great. We are on Instagram, Professor Podcast. I'm on Twitter at bro underscore digs. Um, and uh, we are on Twitter as well at uh, Professor underscore Jones. So check us out, Professor Jones on Google, Facebook. That's where you can find Most us. Most search so. engines will find us. So uh, yeah, usually Yahoo, I think can <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo can can work for that. Bing um, is unsuccessful every time though. So. Bing does never, yeah, never works. <laughs> never You're like, why, why is this my main one? Didn't I set <laughs> Google to this? <laughs> Didn't I set Gmail? I set up Google a long time ago and Bing just keeps popping up <laughs> and Bing, Bing, Bing. There you go. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> anyway, oh, well, get on with it. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, thanks a lot for listening. Until next time, we'll be living our lives a quarter mile at a time. The only good bug is a dead bug. Professor Jones and the Digs. Professor Jones and the Digs. Professor Jones and the Digs. (laughs) 